0: to a Hope 1032 podcast. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this not from yourselves it is the gift of God not by works so that no one can boast. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 from the New International Version. The apostle Paul was a scoundrel. Why on earth do he read or teach from his books in the Bible? They shouldn't be in there. An elderly gentleman and longtime congregant of a local church shared this during a heated planning night some years ago. I was shocked and didn't quite know what to say. Where do you start? Yes, Paul did many terrible things. However, with the greatest of respect, the elderly gentleman misses a significant game-changing point. Let's be honest. We are flawed. We aren't perfect. We make mistakes. We stuff up. We get things wrong. We let people down. We bend, stretch, and squeeze the truth. We go our own way, and despite this, God loves us so much that He has paid an incredible price to make a way for us to be restored and in relationship with Him as His sons and daughters. Paul made no attempt to cover up his failings. In 1 Timothy, he wrote, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. There is grace, there is forgiveness, there is new life, and it is all a gift, a great treasure from God for you. God loves you. He is reaching out for you, and wants you to be his family representative to those around you. God will equip you and dwell within you. And even after all of this, when our old ways creep back in and hinder the work he's doing in us and through us, God is still able to work his purpose out through his people for his glory. Phew. Thank God for that. I'm Aaron Wright.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Real Hope Conversations. I'm your host, Abby McFarlane, and I am joined by the phenomenal Aaron Wright today to chat to us about earthen vessels, being earthen vessels that God still works through despite our cracks, brokenness, and flaws. Aaron, it is so great to have you on this week's episode. For you, when you started writing your devotional about earthen vessels, what what does that phrase, earthen vessels, conjure for you? What do you think of?
0: <laughs> I think of... Um... And this will sound bad, but I don't want it to sound bad because remember there's a treasure inside. So remember the treasure bit. Let's have that context. Um, I think of the dysfunctional um, groups I've been part of and and organisations. Hope's not one. Hope is I'm saying that. Um, It's not a taste of heaven. People think a Christian organisation is the best thing ever, but, um, you know, it's real people. But outside of hope, I've been part of uh, different organisations and different pieces and things. And for me, I, I think of that dysfunction, and I, I, but it's still God works His purposes out. And the one thing I think is a redeeming factor for me when I think of that earthen vessel is despite our stubbornness and people not agreeing and all working against each other, mm. there'd be that treasure would show. There'd be that moment where we need to pray about this, or I've been praying about this, and, and then that, that humility of someone saying, "I'm sorry." Yeah. I went a bit too hard there. I shouldn't have done that. And um, coming back to the original vision or plan for whatever that group were, were trying to achieve, Hey, mm. this is about actually getting the gospel out. This is actually about this. And in those moments, despite our brokenness and all of the things that go along with it, you that treasure would show. Mm. And, and to me that was just so good. Now, of course, when that treasure isn't there, you've just got cracked up pots and yeah. vessels and mess. But that, to me, is I, I just go to that place each time, and it, it, it's a it's a good place to go. It's yeah. it's, it's kind of a, it's a few moments. Like, oh, thank goodness, God's got this.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting because I think so many people, when they hear earth and vessel, thinks about themselves, right? We think about our own vessel and the treasure inside. Oh, you did
0: the whole log in the eye thing, aren't you? Yes. I'm sorry, I should be looking at me. (laughs) I know, you're right.
1: And the potter's hands Mm. and he's moulding me. You know the song by Darlene Check? Shake Mm -hmm. me, mould me, use me, walk beside me. I won't break into song. But we think about ourselves. But you've actually broadened it to think about groups and community and people that we work with and that together with Despite our brokenness and our flaws and our cracks that the treasure would show through and show glimpses of that, and that I can only imagine hinges around purpose of the group would it hinge around purpose of the group or
0: yes, but also as as um as christian that's it's it 's about community we 're always yeah. if we 're on our own. A faith can't really thrive on its own. It, yeah. We're always going to grow in community with robust conversation and Bible study groups or cell groups where you thrash ideas out and, again, those those cracked vessels show, but then that light, that that treasure shows as well. So I guess I, I see it also from that perspective. For us to thrive, we need to be around other broken vessels.
1: Yeah, we do because we learn from each other's brokenness, don't we? It's yeah. not all the good things that we learn from.
0: Yes, it's yeah. true.
1: Yeah. In your devotion, I really wanted to talk about um, what you shared, which was about Paul and an experience Mm -hmm. that you had (laughs) at church um, with somebody's perspective of Paul, which when I read your devotion, I was like, oh, wow, I've never heard anybody refer to Paul like that. Could you dive deeper into that a little bit?
0: And I was shocked too. So it was a, a planning night for, for church and um, looking. I think of sermon topics and preaching. It was, it was a while ago now, and, and it completely shocked me. It just outburst of, why do we continue with Paul's books? He's, the man was a scoundrel. He was awful. They, they shouldn't be in the Bible. And it's just, it, it was in that moment as uh, yeah, you, how do you respond to that? Because it's it's just missing so much it's missed the big picture and then you look through the entire bible and say well actually who is worthy of all the people that have uh, featured david for goodness sake yeah. takes up many many chapters and and this was a peak time this is a great time for for israel but he he did some pretty spectacular yep. stuff ups. Yeah. So it's like, who is then worthy to be able to write and feature in the Bible in such a way? Well, none of us are. So actually just throw the whole book out. Of course not. You know, God inspired, God was in it all. And yep. that again, it's about the forgiveness, it's about grace. It's what Jesus has done to fix it all up. But it's um it's an interesting view. I think we have it, we even have it, honestly, when it comes to to Christian music sometimes, yeah. and even to music generally, oh, well, we should only play uh, these certain types of artists because these people, um, you know, uh, are sinful. It's like, well, well, so are these artists as well and so are Christian artists, so are Christians. So yeah. where do you draw the line? What do you do? Just play Gregorian chant? or uh, 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 Even yeah. then, you know, it's a... It's, uh, It just misses this great, big, important, uh, right-in-front-of-our-face aspect to all of this. Without God, without grace, without the forgiveness that comes through Jesus, uh, it's all kind of meaningless and worthless. Without that treasure, it's a nothing.
1: And also, do we believe that God can use anything and use anyone, no matter who they are, no matter what their background, no matter what they've been through, no matter what their brokenness, God can use everyone. to bring about his glory and give people experiences of his love. But I think that you're right, so often we sit in um, places of judgment or what we think is right or what we think is something that God can use and when he uses somebody like Paul who Mm. is a scoundrel and who lived a life of horror for the Christian faith for many, many years and God can use him, it is so counter to what we think God should use, yes. because He is perfect and holy, and He is good and loving. It, it counters, but also that's the richness of the gospel, right?
0: Absolutely. Look at the genealogies of Matthew. Yeah, um, it, it's a boring chunk of text to read. And if you yeah. get stuck with that at Christmas time, sorry about that. Yeah, you know, it's a boring <laughs> one, but it's it's so rich with with sin. Really, the, yeah. that genealogy, that list of people leading up to Jesus, uh, flawed, fallen people. Yet God still, in His grace and mercy, and, and amazing, uh, we don't fully comprehend why, uh, use these people through these people. Yeah, uh, that His His lineage. I mean, it's just, it it's the mind boggles.
1: Yeah, it does. I think one of the things that you said in the devotion, which I I knew, but the phrasing of the sentence made me pause, was that. Even when our old ways creep in as Christians, we, we understand that God's put us back together, but the old ways are still there, right? The old habits, even when our old habits break up or come to fruition or we start to feel like that. God is still even using us then and even equipping us then. And I think it goes back to that part about Paul, like even in his brokenness, God continued to still use him. And I hadn't. I don't know, when you come to Christ sometimes you think God's fixed me and I'm, I'm whole, <clears throat> but that's not the walk of faith and that's not the life of a Christian. No. The life of the Christian, y- your flaws are still there. It's just God's healed them, but they can still come to the surface.
0: Yes, um, look. I, I it, growing up, I had a, a, a grew up in a Christian home, and, and all of that. But I would have moments where I'd I'd fall away. i would do something stupid. You, I was doing the wrong thing, and and I'd have this mindset that oh well, you know, even if I come back to God in this, I will be lesser of uh, God will not use me the way He may have once done because I've I've stuffed up. I'm I'm what I'm that yeah. bit worse. Um, but then God does, and, and and so and and there's there's something that's really uh, humbling in that and those moments where you you do whatever it might be you you you, you just to if it's a fall away moment or it's a stubbornness moment or it's a hardening in your heart moment uh and and then it's yeah you, you really you and and part of that's my judgment as a self i guess I, I kind of i deserve not to be used by god i deserve that he wouldn't put me in places or bless me or do things like that but then he does yeah and and, and that's I don't deserve it. I think it's it's it really keeps coming back to that, and I think within that you actually serve God better. Mm-hmm. You have a better relationship with Him, even though you've treated Him poorly. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's just amazing how those moments actually draw you closer to God. Yeah, and and uh, and, and it's truly humbling. I, I yeah, it, it's it's makes me feel emotional to talk about it. It's a it, it's it it's a it really is a a humbling uh non-strong personality confident thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's but that's that's how it is. Um and it's amazing those lessons over life. And we we will stuff up. We will fall again. We will make mistakes. We will reject, we we'll, won't do what God wants us to mm. do. But we will eventually then hopefully come to our senses and God will be there waiting. So let's get back on the journey again. Yeah. Uh, and that actually it's, it's so much cooler now yeah. because you've learnt all of this in the process and you're more dependent upon me and you get that. It, it's its amazing. But we all have those moments, I think. Yeah. We will have them in our life. And if we don't, we're missing something incredible. Not saying then go, just go on, yeah. <laughs> uh, re- rebel against God because you'll be better for it. No, no, no. That's That's not the way it goes.
1: Yeah. But I also think not one of us is perfect. Not one of us is not broken or doesn't have a flaw or a crack. We're human beings and we are sinful human beings and I think that to be able to own our flaws and identify them is sign of maturity but also to be able to see God in hindsight using Mm. that is something that we are so gifted. I I was going through a circumstance with somebody who's not a Christian and my perspective was so vastly different to theirs and it was because I knew God was going to use it. I don't know how he's going to use it on the flip side, but I knew that he was in it and that he had it. And sometimes that seems like a simplistic view of the world, but even in my brokenness and my pain in that moment, I knew he was going to use it for something mm. it still sucked, but he was going to use it, and I think when you have that perspective there's hope at the end of it right
0: yeah, yeah, there is it's um but you 're right it's always in hindsight it we um in those moments where yes you you 're not sure you're waiting on an answer from God or you're saying, what is the point of this journey or or this the horrible situation or whatever it might be it's always that moment you look back and think, oh, that was a completely that was such a waste of time, that, mm. that, that period of your life. And then again, you look back and go, wow, because of that, this happened, this triggered this moment, this conversation happened. I'm better for it. I'm stronger for it. I've learned these things. I'm more humble out of it. Uh, <laughs> so obviously the internal side of it, but also, yes, God will still use those moments. Yeah. So in hindsight, uh, we, we think God is distant or not there. But absolutely not. Uh, it's absolutely uh, in those moments afterwards we see, wow, mm. you, you've actually the the work is remarkable that you've mm. been doing through uh, my stuff ups.
1: Yeah. So, Aaron, I'm sure that there are people who are listening or watching this who are going through a season where they're feeling, "I'm a stuff up. I'm broken. What can God do with this piece of rubble that is in my lap or in my hands?" What would you say to them to encourage them through this season, whatever it is that they are walking through?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes what you say in those moments is the worst thing to say. Sometimes you just shouldn't say anything. <laughs> uh, but in saying that, I will say something. Um. Look, absolutely in those moments you just sometimes just hear people and, and pray with them. But for me, I find in those moments is to look at those hindsight moments. Mm. So look back when you think, um, this is a a no in situation, not going anywhere. Why, why has this happened? Um, look back to those other periods in your life, which may not be as big as you're currently going through now. And then after seeing how God had moved and worked through that and take hope in that, take that moment and run with that and pray with God to say, God, um, I know you did this in the past. I know you here and, and you worked in this way. I'm trusting you in this moment that you are working your purpose out through this. Mm. And uh, that, that to me is the best, the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, if, if there isn't those moments, you haven't had those moments yet, uh, look how God has looked after us. Look what he did for us. The, the story of the cross, each time you read it, it, it should move you each time. The fact that um, God was treated so badly, by us. And Jesus was treated so badly. Yet still, I mean he could have just walked away from the cross and said, Stuff you all. Yeah. But he didn't. Uh it's it, that should um that that should bring you the comfort to know that he hasn't abandoned you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that's 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 where I tried to go in those moments.
1: Yeah. So, friend, if that's you. Know that you're not alone and God's with you. And if you're walking with someone going through a season of brokenness um, and is looking for hope, maybe you could share this chat with them and um, walk with them through that through conversation about this chat with Aaron and I. Um, But we are blessed to walk with you and journey with you through faith, through all the highs and the lows that come. Um, And that's what this podcast is about, is about journeying together as we seek to know and understand God better. Well, friend, if you have questions or comments that you would love to share with the Real Hope team, you can go down below, click on the link. We would love to hear from you and hear how maybe you've been encouraged or maybe some questions that you have for us about this topic of being earthen vessels and God using us despite our brokenness. And I'm so looking forward to diving deeper with you next week into another topic where we seek to understand God and his will and purpose for our lives as we seek to show God's experiences to more people around us and in our spheres of influence. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you here next week for the next edition of Real Hope Conversations. This is a Hope 103.2 production. Thanks for listening.
2: I continually point to our God in every episode as God is love and love is how he expresses himself to experience this podcast, go to hopepodcast.com.au or your favorite podcast app and look for hopeful reflections with Heidi. My hope is that these three minute messages would encourage and inspire you in this journey of life.